Hello, everybody. My name is Basudan, a.k.a. El Wapo, and it's me speaking to you with your host, Jeffrey Wilson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, locked and loaded. Man, another, it's, it's been a little healthy hiatus here. I've been so busy with uh, uh, quite a few things, most namely the uh, conspiracy farm with myself and Pat Militich. That is quite a time-consuming operation, but it is so good to be back here. And it's me speaking to you, ladies and gentlemen. I am, as always, your ever-faithful host, Mr. Jeffrey Wilson, coming to you live and direct for the time being from the Gateway to the West. And tonight, returning, we have a second uh, returning guest, I and mean, we've had a few, but they, man, this is the one that's so near and dear to my heart. I'm a professional wrestling head, as everybody knows. Old school, Jim Crockett Promotions, National Wrestling Alliance, you name it, man. Mid-Atlantic, the, the territory days. And I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, this man has traveled more miles and collected more titles than most people can count. Man, I'm not even going to sit here and try to name the titles, but he is one of my favorites. When I used to beat up pillows, when I used to stuff uh, towels and pillows into into uh, snowsuits, my finisher was the Flying Burrito because this man perfected it. <laughs> he worked with everybody, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, he is a legend in the world of professional wrestling. The Raging Bull is back. Manny Fernandez, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good in the house with Jeffrey Wilson, the man with conspiracy farm with Pat Milovich, just all over the place, all over the world. I've been keeping up with you. You're just on top of the finger. And I can say the heartbeat of America right now. Yeah, we're working at it, baby. <laughs> we're working at it. And but so yeah, it's it's listen. always good. I'm telling you, man. Although I mean, if you followed it, with obviously you have. It's a you know, it's a little bit more heavy of a conversation. It always is good to come back and chill. With what all started for me, man. It's me speaking to you because it's me speaking to you podcast spawned all of that other stuff and so these lighthearted more lighthearted conversations i'm able to have with my heroes man from mma <laughs> to ufc to world championship wrestling jim crockett all of it kamala jim oh, duggan yeah. manny fernandez ricky morton among others man so yeah, good to yeah. have you back brother it's gonna be so great to be back in that area you know missouri was a great time central state's title all Ooh. that stuff with Holly Race now Herb Simmons been promoting what over half a century over there. Carmody, Illinois, get ready. Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling's coming back. Well, you Old know, like you said, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling has been doing it here in St. Louis, in the St. Louis area. Herb Simmons for a very, very long time, as you said. His his colleague, his partner in crime. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Larry Matisic, and having worked with Sam Muchnick, those guys have had the pulse of the old school for so long, man. Oh, yeah. You know, wrestling at the chase, as you know it, this has been a huge mainstay. And you will be here, my friend, August 19th, the Thank day you. after my birthday. What a huge yeah, birthday present. Celebrate. Yeah, we're going to celebrate with the bull in the building, man. Talk to me about it, man. SICW, the bull's coming. To the Central States area, getting an opportunity to spend your birthday with you, a belated birthday with you, but that's going to be fun. But anybody that loves the old school ways, you know, I've been on the road with going to Ricky Norton School in the morning, studying and teaching the young kids old school how to get a hold, how to work a hold, how to get over and a hold. Just the old school wrestling, you know. I mixed and mixed martial arts with professional wrestling. I call it shoot into work, don't work in this shoot. Teach them all how to do MMA and pro wrestling, combining with freestyle wrestling. It's a different kind of art I call continuous yes. wrestling. And that's a, what I'm going around the country passing off to schools. As you know, I was down in Myrtle Beach at Tommy Wildfire Riches uh, School of Wrestling. Somebody say something about what? You say something what? about Wildfire? 
wildfire. He was all over the place. I went to travel. We took an old school trip up here to Philadelphia, PA, baby. Like the old days, got in the car, three people in a car, had crazy stories, going up and down the road all night long, having fun, you know. Like it was done in the old days where the boys shared each other's life stories and family stories. And, you know, you got close because you were there together in a car telling each other what, you know, what you expect in your life and what you expect from each other in the ring, how to take care of one another in the ring. And I put my life in your hands and I'll take care. And you put yours in mine and I'll take care of it. You know, that kind of thing that we live by, the boys. Yes. It was back then, the boys. Now you don't, you don't have that no more. That was basically the talk going around. So I've been enjoying myself since I took the hiatus to get my health better at the VA and get back on the road and enjoying that. And like I said, I'm up here in Philadelphia for the icons of wrestling. And, of course, that, you know, everybody's talking about the bats tomorrow night <laughs> with me and my kid, Homicide. You know, Homicide's been tearing it up on LAX with LAX on TNA or Global Force, whatever Jared decides to call that crap. <laughs> My boys are tearing it down, man. They're putting it together and tearing it down, so... It's going to be a big night for me tomorrow night, wrestling one of my kids, you know, for yeah. a, a, a long time. And, Student you know, versus the master. That's, you know, that's always kind of uh, that's how that works out sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and I'm hoping one day, but, you know, to get in the ring with all of them, Verdell Walker and him, and I heard that uh, Kesek, uh, Cortez Castro has been asking for a rematch, and I'd give him one a drop of a hat. That kid was awesome when we worked out here. Great kid, great worker, and... In West Virginia, I was in West Virginia for Adam Parsons, Rock Parsons, uh, West Virginia Championship, Independent Championship Wrestling, and I had a match with some kid named Stro Maestro, and that was unbelievable, too, and everybody was talking about that. Uh, it just amazes me sometimes that people say, wow, Manny Fernandez can still go, and I look at him going like, what, you think I forgot how to wrestle? Right. Man, I, it's like riding a bike, dude. You get on a bike, you ride it, you ain't never going to forget how to ride it. Wrestling's been my life. Yeah, so no, absolutely. You know? do, do, do me a favor, Bull. You saw you got some background noise. If you got a TV on, go ahead and squash that for me. <clears throat> People, <laughs> and, and, and you are, dude, your, your pedigree, I mean, it's ridiculous. You train, I mean, coming from West Texas, Texas State, you know, yeah. the, the funks, all of that. But even when you went pro, bro, some of your early matches, I'm sitting here going oh. online. You're, you're in Southwest Championship Wrestling, wrestling Nick Bockwinkle. You know what I yeah, mean? Sure. It's like you were. Th not, they don't just throw any, but I guess they do throw just mad jobbers to the wolves like that, but yeah. that's not what happened to you. The, I mean, you, no. the way you worked, man, when people go back and see how fast and quick and nimble you were, man, I mean, dude, it was, you You set a pretty high standard, and, you know, and people don't, you have to kind of really be a nerd on the nuances of how cats worked. You kind of changed the right. game, dude. You really brought that martial arts aspect to it. You know the 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 it, it, I don't know. I'm not gonna say Ricky stole Ricky Steamboat stole some of those some of those kind of martial arts moves from me. But I mean, you 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 were you guys were some of the first cats to really integrate um, almost what you're talking about now, what you're teaching kids now. Yeah, the, the MMA yeah. aspect of professional wrestling, and you were doing it Correct. 30 years ago. Yes, sir. But uh, you know, it's like. We were talking about all that because, you know, as you know, I'm trying to finish up my autobiography, and we're getting all the people that are doing the forwards of my biography. And they got to thinking about it because the other day with Derek Vanderford was sitting there, and, and we said, wow, Jack Briscoe said one word on the forward about Manny Fernandez. When he asked him, he said, he looked at me with his eyes. I thought he was going to rip my head off. And all he said was, natural, mm. period. <laughs> I go, wow, that's, a, that's how you... A person of his caliber, a two-time national collegiate champion, 
World NWA World Heavyweight Champion, great guy and everything. And he he described me as a natural. <laughs> and the way he said it, Derek Derek said, I thought he was gonna rip my head off. <laughs> I asked him, that. he said that kid was unreal natural. That was all. Well, <laughs> and, all and, and honestly, you know, and Bull, we we've talked about it on our previous interview with yourself uh, when you were at the training camp with with Ricky Morton, and every, you know, a lot yeah. of shoot interviews interviews lament this. You know, the game has changed. It's really lacking a huge psychological aspect of it. And ladies right. and gentlemen. August 19th, SICW, the East Crondelet Community Center, the Raging Bull, will be there. Herb Simmons is bringing old school back as he always does. So if you want to, if you're in the St. Louis area, August 19th, the Raging Bull will definitely be there. Bull, man, I mean, like I said, you, 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 you guys are staying active. It's been so cool since I talked to you guys. Ricky Morton. Uh, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. There yes, is, sir. there is still, man. How cool is that, man? How it was cool. Fucking you awesome know, was that? I love yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty awesome because for him, yes. For me, no. I, just, I don't. I'm not that. You know, like I told you before, I'm not into all that. No, but no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, he earned all that. And he deserves all that and more. But you know, there's an appreciation cool. still, bro. There's an even even <laughs> even though WWE isn't necessarily the standard. There's no. you know, the reason you're on no. my microphone right now. The reason you're coming to SICW. There is still an appreciation for the foundation of what we know as professional wrestling today. Jim Crockett Correct. Promotions, NWA, you know, even WWF back in the day. You got to give credit where credit's oh, yeah. due. Oh no, WWF WWF that was, that was pro wrestling old school. They had the guys like uh, yes. All the guys that were there were great good workers, Macho Man, you know, Martel, all them guys, uh, Hammer. Yeah, you know, those guys were great guys. And, you know, they could work their butts off. But you know, it's like like right now, I'm going around the country and I've seen guys like Wildfire, Tommy Rich, and Myrtle Beach. I have Spartanburg Union, Ricky Morton, Bristol, Tennessee, uh, Dawson Idol, and Greenville. There's big guys, old school guys, are trying to be like her. So we're trying to keep it alive because. It's wrestling, and that's what it's all about. It's not you do circus this way, sit down, watch the other guy hit the rope, timber the die, then you stop and watch it yourself hit the rope and do all these flips. But it's wrestling. It's wrestling where you have to defend yourself. You can take a guy to the mat and show, hey, dude, this is wrestling, and if I have to wrestle you, I'm going to tie you up in a knot and spit you out, and you're not going to like what's going to happen to you. That's the wrestling we teach, and that's what we want to bring back. Herb Simmons, Southern Championship Wrestling over there. I mean, that's all it's, that's all what we want to do. I mean, we want to see what it says on the marquee. On the marquee, it doesn't say Circus of Soleil. It says wrestling. <laughs> I keep saying that to people. That's what it is. It's never going to change ever. Since ever. 1903, I've been seeing on uh, Scott Teal's uh, post, postings on the on Crowbar Press. You got posters from 1903, and those are wrestlers. I mean, those guys back in them time, they wrestled. Oh, yeah. If you went in there and did that, that kind of clown stuff for them, they would have tore you a new one. They ripped your head off and ripped your eyeballs off. Strangle, you Strangler dress, Lewis, you know, and, Ed, Ed Strangler Lewis, Luthes, yes, you know, yes, the real Luthes, shooters. Oh, my God, Luthes. That was, that was kind of my hero in this business, Luthes. But, of course, they have Murdoch and Terry Funk and Dory Funk, Blackjack Mulligan, you know, and all those guys, Dennis Stamp, who just passed away. Dude. We're yeah. losing a lot of great, you know, it's like the, uh, a month ago before I started coming back on, on this tour, that I took the time off for. I went by and spent time with Terry. That's what we talked about. Being Terry Ford talked about it. it's changing, but it's not changing for the good. And if they don't wise up, wrestling might disappear. 
You know, because the MMA, like you said, MMA and UFC is taking control of what wrestling used to be, and they're well, running and, with and, it. And you know what, Bull? I've I've heard. You know, I'm a big connoisseur of these kind of interviews and shoot interviews. And Jim Cornette, and I'm a huge fan of Jim Cornette as far as a wrestling mind. You know, people right. might have heat with him about other things, but he has said professionally. <laughs> he's what? Not a person. <laughs> He, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's, a, he's an interesting mind, dude. The guy's mind is yeah. odd. like his, yours, JJ Dillon, Dusty Rhodes before he passed. Interesting mind. But no, he he had said um, UFC is the new professional wrestling, and yes, I, I I wish I could argue with that. But right. it's I, we still need to find some happy medium in the middle. Like Vince's shit is so over that I, I still. I still occasionally dip into it just because right. it's, you know, it's W, whatever. It's some of the last bastion of, of, of prof, not even professional wrestling. of just Like you said, it's fading, bro. It's fading. Yeah. But, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And I was talking to somebody. Are, are the independents and can the independents, maybe we talked about this last time in our interview, can the independents become in any way, shape, or form the new territories or no, is everybody not even so, close. right? Because okay. you know why? There's so many backyarders and so many of these guys not even don't just, have a clue. If, what if you were to take like some of your heavy hitters, like your not even, I, I asked Herb about this about sharing talent, kind of how it was back in the day. Abdullah coming in as a hitman and then fucking fading out, like you don't see him again for right, six right. eight months. It, and it's weird because I I personally think that is possible, but I think it everybody is so. It's always been territorial, no pun right. intended, but now they're so territorial as to their brand, their product, nobody right. wants to lend out talent to put anybody's yeah. other stuff over. And what gets me is a lot of these clowns, like these ROH clowns, everybody, everybody pro wrestling all of a sudden because they need an agent. Really? Are you making $10 million a year that you have an agent? You're not even, oh, I got an agent, he charges you 300 plus airfare. Dude, get real. You're not a professional, dude. Right. If you were in the NFL, yeah, you don't need an agent because you're gonna make fifty million dollars, okay? But you're a little clown making three hundred, trying to get three hundred dollars off the promoter and an air flight and a hotel when you ain't worth fifty bucks. So you, you don't ever see a thing. scenario where promoters could ever well, come together like that. I mean, it even failed back in the day. You're, shit, the shit you were a part of. Um, yeah, I think it was Super Clash. Here's, here's the deal. Super when you Clash. get people like this, this is what me and Terry, Tommy Wildfire, Rich, Ricky Morton. Austin Idol and Mark Parson working on. We're trying to take a little area, like like I said, Greenville, South Carolina, Spartanburg Union, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, North, Wilmington, North Carolina, and parts where we got 90,000 90, people strong TV in West Virginia, 900,000, 90,000, whatever it is. When you take guys that are in the business and know the business from the old way and bring them back old school and teach it to the young guys that you train in your wrestling school and tell them what you want, that they could go out there and put on a match with tell a story with psychology, yeah, you could bring it back. But most of these clowns that are independent wrestlers, like I said, they're calling up people and saying, we talked to my agent. <laughs> Who the hell are you, dude? Who the fuck are you to have an agent? Jane even made a dime in his business, never draw a dime in his business, and you're going to go crying about an agent? Get the fuck real. Really? Those are the kind of people I want to slap the hell out of. <laughs> you ain't done shit in this business, never paid your dues in business. If you honor or respect the people you Excuse me, they came before you, right. and you want to get an agent for $300? What kind of ignorant piece of garbage are you, man? You know, 300 bucks. Come on, get real. What, are you going to pay your, your agent 200 bucks out of your money? Pretty and much. And you're making music yeah. 300 bucks? Get real. You know, 
As a, you know, I can understand NFL, basketball, baseball. They're making fifty million, twenty million, thirty. Yeah, you don't need an agent to hustle your money. But these clowns that are getting three hundred bucks at, at Ring of Honor, they probably pays them a hundred bucks a night. Get fucking real. Come on, man. Those are the idiots that are hurting the business. That's what me and Terry are talking about. The backyarders, they already think that they're all good because they backyarders, somebody give it a little shot. And then they go over there and tell the promoter, oh, I'll get into your show. I'll do it for nothing just to get on the show. But wasn't that, I mean, even one of one of Terry's boys, who I'm, I don't, I'm assuming they're boys, Cactus, Mick Foley, that's, that's, the, that's the cloth he was cut from as far as... No, Mick Foley started IWA with Rob Ronson, me, Shane Douglas, Tom Brandy, Odyssey. no, he was not cut from that cloth. He's a coward. He wasn't a backyarder? It, all those old videos I saw of him jumping off a roof into a flaming whatever. No, I didn't see all that, but I knew that when he came with us at WA with Cousin Lucas uh, and Wahoo McDaniels with the bookers for Rob Russell, he was a wrestler. He wrestled with us. Like I said, we had a good crew with Shane Douglas and myself and yeah. Wahoo and uh, Cousin, Hillbilly Cousin Luke. Cousin Luke and, the you know, Perter, Tom, baby. Tom Brady, you know, uh, Ted Petty that turned it up. Being public enemy, grunge and all that, all them guys. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. But but you know, he started as a wrestler, and then he got hooked up with uh, doing that stuff. Terry Funk's the one that made Jack Cactus Jack. We yeah, all know that. Yeah, yeah. ECW Cactus Jack came along and was doing all right. And then when Terry came in, they, they he took him over the top, same as he did for me in 1979. But you know, the I didn't know all that stuff. I don't know where he started. All I know is when he got with us, he wrestled because I wouldn't allow that kind of crap. No, that's yeah, what that's what I mean. If you go online, you can see Mick Foley stuff yeah, literally well, coming I, off a roof. You know, it's, it's you know your backyard stuff. That's where that's. Yeah, well, he lucked not out. To, and got not to encourage it. Yeah, because that's a yeah, diamond well, in the rough. He got lucked out. and got a break. Yeah, getting him with IWA and us because I didn't know all that, or I would have beat the hell out of him before that. You know, <laughs> I don't play that game. I don't like that backyard stuff. But it, like I said, being Tommy Rich, Austin Idol, Ricky Morton, people that know got Rock Parsons was one of the boys back then when, in, in the early 60s and 70s. All these guys that know wrestling, you get those minds behind that little area and you start yes. running. And guys that run schools like Ricky does and Tommy Rich, myself. And you teach guys the old school way and you give them psychology and you show them it's wrestling. Yeah, you can do it then. I mean, a perfect right a now, perfect example, Bull, to kind of encapsulate it. I mean, if you want to look at some of the most iconic moments in old school 80s wrestling history, just go back if you're on the frickin' WWE Network or if you can find it on, on YouTube <laughs> when Bull turned on Jimmy Valiant. The shit yeah. went bananas. You oh, know, God, dude, when, 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 Tommy, when Tommy Wildfire Rich stayed under the ring during the, the match with Austin Idol and, and, um, and Jerry Lawler, when Tommy came out right. from fucking under the ring, it just, the psychology of it, it's gone, but yeah. you guys, you guys are responsible literally for some of the biggest moments. I mean, those two I just oh, yeah. described are huge in the annals of wrestling. Holy race, last tango in Tampa. I mean, there's so many great matches that thing that bring back the history of wrestling. And like I said, they could do anything they want to do with all the circuit display stuff. But eventually, like William Regal said, eventually that stuff dies. It gets boring. Same as the lightweight cruiserweight titles and everything. Yeah, and, and boxing, and boxing is great. You have great little cruiserweights, Floyd, uh, little Floyd Mayweather, whatever, Pacquiao, and all them guys. See the little Caesar. Chavez Jr. Yeah, but wrestling, it's just last, it's a fad, and then it goes away. And you go back to your heavyweights, and you big, you big guys. 
You know, it, it, that's been for, it's been done for years that way. Yeah. Centuries now that they bring to the lightweight. They always get good lightweight champions, you know. You know, Danny Hodge, junior heavyweight champion, James Brown, you know. Uh, Danny Hodge. There's so many of those guys, but, you know, they faded out and they went back to heavyweight wrestling. It always ended up with them wrestling heavyweights. And wrestling's that way. It doesn't divide anything. You can try to jazz it up with things. Eventually, you fade out like a fad, and you go back to your normal heavyweight championship wrestling. You know, the big guys. And it's just, it's even the little guys get into the big guys. And it's just, uh, to me, if you get people educated the right way, as soon as they get in the ring, it can come back stronger than ever. But you got to have the proper minds and people that don't have egos about themselves, you know, right. that they're the best and this and that. And that's the problem. You don't have those kind of kids like the kid I wrestled, Cortez Castro, uh, the kid I'm going to wrestle tomorrow, Homicide, the uh, Stro Maestro. They listen to the old guy. They listen to him. And, you know, before you know it, you go 30 minutes, you go, my God. This is a great kid. He knows mm -hmm. what to do. He's staying on you and stuff. There's a lot of them out there, but you got to get those guys involved with guys that are like them, that they don't have to worry about a guy going out there doing 10,000 moonsaults yeah. like you do. Like I told a guy one time, he says, well, well, I'm kind of a high flyer. I know you like doing old school. I said, oh, I'm a high flyer, too. I said, duck the clothesline and watch the drop kick. And I drop kicked right in the face, knocked him the fuck out. And I said, see, I told you I'm a five flyer, and you're out, stupid asshole. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I dropped kicked him right in the face and knocked him out, and I don't care. You piss me off in the ring, tell me something. That's disrespectful. I would have never done that when I started walking up to Murdoch and saying, oh, I'm a hard player, hardy race. Hey, I'm a hard player, I do this and that. <laughs> I kept my mouth shut and sat down and listened. Something you know I was listening saying? to today, Bull. I was, uh, I was, like I said, man, I'm, a, I'm a Mark, man. I'm sorry, I'm a self-confessed Mark. I was, I was listening to some, uh, uh, some heat <laughs> interviews on heat between going back to Jerry Lawler. Heat between right. one, one of the most revered individuals in professional wrestling who's with us today. I mean, there's many of, but Harley Race is just one of them up there. And he had oh, a lot yeah. of heat with, with Jerry Lawler. And I found that interesting. Just hearing the backyard politics, I find interesting um, how, how he felt. Like, you know, Jerry Lawler was just kind of cool because he just locked down TV <clears throat> in Memphis. Other than that, he wouldn't have been XYZ. But, you know, at least in Memphis, Jerry Lawler drew a shitload of money. What are your thoughts on, on Jerry Lawler and, yeah, he you know, drew on a Harley? Of money in Memphis. That's in it. Memphis. That's and it. Harley races like me. Jerry Lawler is a piece of shit. And I, and I, he came to wrestle me when I was in IW, I, AWA with Walker McDaddy's Ray Stevens yeah. in Cleveland, Ohio. And we went down there in Cleveland. He tried to walk to the ring with one of the Cleveland uh, Browns linebacker. I told that linebacker, if you don't get in this ring, if you're going to come walk into this ring, you better get in this ring so I can kick your ass or get the hell out of here. And he turned around went back to the dressing room. And I beat the living crap out of Jerry Lawler that day. And, and Greg Gagne tried to tell me, we want to get him over. I said, I got him over. I beat him up and threw him over the top rope. I said, how you like that? He's over now, ain't he? <laughs> I can't stand that, man. He's nothing but a damn user and a punk that uses Memphis to get himself over. And then he used that comedian. He got a big run with that comedian that he power drives. He's a guy's a Andy comedian, Andy Kaufman, dude. yeah. Yeah. It's like a guy said one time, told New Jack, he said, hey, dude, you talked about the guy shooting on you, and you stabbed him eight times. Apparently, the guy that couldn't shoot, I would have shot on you. I would have, you would have never walked on the ring. I broke every bone in your body. He went, I ain't talking about you, Manny Fernandez. Yeah, right. But, Bob, like, <laughs> so, so what, I mean, didn't, I mean, that was, that was even before Mania, dude. So, I mean, it, and I get it, dude, and I, I, I believe me, my man, I got mad respect for how you respect 
the business and like especially the right. old school but didn't that maybe you didn't like the methodology and how he went about it but didn't that put more eyes on it they were on david letterman i mean and that was during no, the 80s didn't that put, put more eyes on the eyes product on to me as a c- comedy it's comedy it's, you know yeah you're on david letterman yeah yeah i got that i got the that. guy's on taxi and he's a, he's a big star at taxi and of course after after he did the big star the taxi faded he faded Right. What's that tell yeah. you? Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like these five by nights. The CM Punk's is up there with WWE for about a minute, a couple of years are hot, and then all of a sudden, or they're like gone. a David, a David Arquette fucking winning yeah. the, the, yeah. the WCW. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's all this crap. I mean, guys like Terry Funk, they were on top for 40, 50 years. They could still go somewhere like Japan and sell out everywhere. You tell me these clowns that did did it for a minute up here for got a little claim to fame for a year or two, they could do that. They can't do that. I mean, look at Terry Funk and Joy Funk. Went back to Japan, what, two years ago? And sold everything out everywhere they went. That's crazy. These cops can't do that. That's crazy. I can crazy. go back and do things. I go back to Puerto Rico, and I guarantee you, thousands of people come out just to want to kill me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you don't want you that. Know? You don't want that. No, I don't want that with anything, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, no. The crazy, back in the day, guys, the longevity, man, it was longevity. Look at Harley Race. He's went around forever. Terry Funk forever. Joy Funk forever. All these guys, all these guys, Craig Hammer Valentine, you know, myself, people like Tito Santana, these guys were on top, on top for years, 20 years, 10 years, 15 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. Yeah. He comes on top five years, and all of a sudden they're a legend. That's what I said. Everybody uses the word in professional wrestling legend like it's coffee. Like here, it's five dollars for it. Oh, okay? yeah. Just... yeah, no. Everybody's a legend. What the hell did you do? To me, legends are buried in Arlington Cemetery, brother. Or we wouldn't have the life to. We'd be talking German or Japanese. Well, Those, are the yeah. Those are the guys, you know. Well, that's why I qualify. I say legends of professional wrestling because I mean, I, I I'm not going to pull back on that. You are, you know, I. I, I <laughs> you, you know, you, a, you like served your country and Adam... you're a legend of professional wrestling, brother. Like. Uh, Hey, Adam Pierce, man, we were, um, two of my kids were trying out. Adam Pierce come up with head of security, Steve, WWE. You know, everybody knows Adam Pierce. He comes up, he says, man, do you mind if I take a picture with Legend? I looked around and go, uh, I don't care, but I don't see a Legend around here. You might you might want to go find one. <laughs> yeah. He started laughing. He goes, no, sir, you. I said, first of all, don't call me, sir. I appreciate you know you know and I you know I talk to a lot of cats kind of in your vein etc. It's like I, I appreciate yeah. your modesty. It's like a lot of times you know the fact that you guys I'm one of them. Like I I literally like you know I, I used to right. stuff pillows and do flying burritos on them, brother. It's like you guys you guys have a I, I'm that guy. I don't know if you've seen the yeah. video uh the guy. It's I awesome. it, it's still re- it's still real to me. Damn it! It was it was yeah, yeah, you yeah, seen we that? We keeping it real, bro. We keeping it real. I get in the ring. I keep it real. Trust me. No, and I appreciate that, man. Not far from you, like right now, everything that's going on in my life, now that I met Tommy, we're trying to talk about bringing old school Herb Simmons and Southern Southern Championship for us, Southern Illinois Championship for us. He's keeping it real. He wants old school. Tommy, uh, Wildfire Rich wants it. Ricky Moore wants tell it. Tommy, want it. Tell Tommy to stop time. ducking me, dude. I've hit him up multiple times to come on the show, and I've told him, you've been on, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. He's ducking me, and I'm not going to have it. Wildfire, no, come on now. He was supposed to be up here in my room right now, but he was sound asleep. I said, all right, go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm going right. to drag his ass up here. That's but, you know, right. I drove all night, and they were passed out. And then they were up all morning, I guess, so they're tired. And I slept at 6 o'clock this afternoon, so I'm wide awake. Well, yeah, look, we, man, we had these a guys skip, that are bringing yeah. this old school, like Herb and Tommy and me and uh, Ricky Morton, now that he's a Hall of Famer, of course, Austin Idol, 
Tony, they had Tony Atlas. All those guys want to keep it real. They want to keep it old. That's what it's all about. And that's what we're doing down not far from you in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm opening up a gym in Tulsa, Oklahoma that's mixed martial arts, freestyle pro wrestling, pro wrestling, and combination of everything called continuous wrestling, which is a mixture of shooting style, MMA, kickboxing, boxing, pro wrestling, and wrestling, freestyle wrestling. So, you know, I'm going to bring that forward, bring it back instead of all the Circus of Soleil. I'm going to show people how to get over doing MMA, shoot into a work, to make it real first, and then relax. Take it easy. Then learn how to work with the holes, guys, in and out. And, of course, if the guy wants to get stupid, just choke the son of a bitch out. But there still, you, you know, you know, especially <laughs> nowadays in you know, the, the multimedia world, the world we live in, they got to be able to talk. They can be the best worker in the world, oh, yeah. but if they oh, can't yeah. talk, no, no. like... We're going to have a bunch of managers everywhere talking for a bunch of really good wrestlers. No, no, no. We got to do, we teach all my guys how to do stick. How many of my guys look at our truth? He talks like crazy. Booker T and them, they talk like, they got all their stuff, JBL. (laughs) All my guys, homicide, low key. All my kids know how to talk. That's what we do. We work on promos. Uh, we go down the road. Brandon Groom right now. I do my boy Brandon Groom. We're doing body progression. We call it body progression legit pro wrestling. Huge style. We want to be legit. If you get stupid, you get stripped. But he's fighting. He's a big fight. <laughs> if you, oh, that, that needs to go on a T-shirt, dude. If you get stupid, you get stretched. That needs to go yeah, on a shirt. Dude, that's, that's a perfect T-shirt. That's a good. Jeffrey, you just got me a T-shirt. Hey, <laughs> you you said it, dude. That's awesome. You get stupid, you get hey, but, stretched. Hey, but... <laughs> They have Brandon. It's fight. Brandon Groom's got his big fight coming up with a kid that just won UFC fighter. He's fighting him in the casino down in Oklahoma. He Brandon's seven one. He's a freestyle mixed martial arts MMA pro wrestler, nice. and we're teaching right now how to duck kick. You know, kick the kick because this kid is a kick fighter, kickboxer, and you know we're trying to teach him when he when he plants his food. You need to plant his foot to kick. You need to shoot. That's when you need to fake and shoot. Get in on him. You know. Right, and, right. You know, it's that's. That's exciting. You have to, have to introduce him to UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich, dude. See if we can do yeah, some work that's with what I'm, we're going to do. I'm trying to get you and him down there for his fight. Oh, we're on That'd next awesome. show. Once I get back off this tour, I plan on getting to school. And I dang sure want you to come down. We plan on doing a, a Legend Fest, too, having Terry come down, Greg Hammer, Tito Santana, oh, myself, Chubb Wildfire, Tommy Rich, Ricky Morton, just a couple of guys that I grew up with, you know. Wow, but no, nah, dude, it's dude, it, for, for real, good. dude, for me personally, and not that it's not about me, but for me, it started with Wildfire. He was literally the, I was, I was, it was maybe 1980, I was maybe 9 or 10, just got cable, TBS, 505, and, and Wildfire was the first baby face, uh, uh, yeah. Piper would yeah. whoop his ass. Buzz Sawyer would whoop his ass. The whole tying Tommy's hand to the ring post. And then, it, dude, that was my first, literally, first introduction to this. And that's, yeah. I was hooked. Well, we're going to get him on a podcast for you because he's going to be with, I'm going to be with him for the next couple of uh, Well, let me know. Even, gonna, if, even if we yeah. can't do it, like, immediately or whatever, just let me know if he's available. Like I said, I would I would be more than happy to chop, with, with, chop oh, it up yeah. with him. And, yeah. I really want you to come down when we start building that uh, the gym in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Well, let our, me know uh, again. Let yeah, me know how that, that schedule works the shows out. Shows that we got coming up, and the, and the convention, the Legend Fest, we're going to put on. 
with Dad, yeah, Dad sure wants you there. And I called, of course, you're lucky you're there with Herb Simmons and, you know, Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling, and he's going to have the old school guys back. August 19th, baby. Get yeah, your tickets, man. The I'll East Crondelet Community Dan Center. Hansen, he had yes. Gerald Briscoe, Jerry Briscoe. I mean, he had some great ones. He had Bruce Jim Cornette. I mean, you name it. You know? Ots Baker, like weeks, days before he passed. Jim Cornette, yourself. Like you said, right. I, it's 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 beautiful to see your Larry Matisic and your Herb Simmons, Herbins, Herb Simmons around, still keeping that alive. Because it's weird. Because history history works like that, bull man. If you don't, yeah. if people don't know it and they don't understand that the impact of some of this, like you said, the old school stuff, that that's the reason why this stuff is available in here today is because yeah. of your territories, your Sam Mustick, your Herb Simmons, your. You know, you're wrestling at the chase, you're raging bulls, you're you're ravishing Rick Rude, you're Jim Crockett promotions. Yeah, old school, baby. Yeah. Old school. Hey, listen, I'll tell you something about this business though. The old man, Dory Funk Senior, told me one time when I was still playing college ball, saying, No, I don't want to be for us, I'm gonna be an NFL player all my life. And he's laughing, stinkered at me and stuff. He told me a story, he says, you know, pro wrestling's kinda like a spoke on a wheel. You know, it goes round, 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 the wheel turns round, round, round. And, you know, that spoke every now and then will break because it gets old. And then it just replaces it with a new one. Yeah. And that's what Terry was talking about. Right now, the spoke on the wheel is turning, but it's not turning for the good. So sooner or later, that one spoke is going to break, which means all this crap that they're doing is going to break off. And it's going to get replaced by something that's old, but it's become new because somebody's teaching it how to be better you know how to be better with the old stuff and make it newer when you go continuously into it and people see it as ballet instead of a bunch of guys quad hopping around and that's when it it comes back to wrestling so i truly believe in that and i really do well and you know and i'm a big fan of success leaves clues ladies and gentlemen uh you know these guys are masters of their craft and believe me you know, you you still see it today. You go to Jurassic Park. You know those dinosaurs aren't real, but it has been sold to you in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Professional yeah, yeah, wrestling yeah. can absolutely be the same thing. And you yep. know, the the art. I bless you, man, Manny, for holding on to the art and teaching that art. You and the old school cats. I'm glad you guys are some of the last of the Mohicans, brother. We've lost yeah, some, some heavy hitters. And if you guys definitely each one, teach one, teach your students, man. And do you have any websites or anything like that we can shout out? But just right here, you know, August 19th, Raging Bull, SICW, the East Crondelet Community Center. He will be there bringing the yes, old sir. school, pure wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. But do you have any uh, other social networking stuff we can shout out no, to the old you know, Raging Bull? People... People, people could tune into my fan page, you know, Raging Bull fan page, or they go YouTube and see what I'm all about. I'm all about, like you, like you said, I mix it. It's like I tell kids, if you're an amateur wrestler, don't take that away from you. Mix it in with your pro wrestling. Do not ever take away from yourself. Always be yourself and make it fancy. Have charisma, have color, have psychology, and learn how to wrestle. And, you know, and if you have that in your background, use it. That's what I did, and I got it over back in 79 when nobody else was doing hmm. I I became myself. I stole a lot of things from a lot of people, but I made it mine. I didn't go and do it. I didn't want to be another Ric Flair or another Dusty Rhodes or Dickie Murdoch or even Terry Funk. I wanted to be myself. And that's the problem with people today. You look at them, they all want to be somebody. They all want to be Roman Reigns. They all want to be Levin. Right. They, all, they, they all want to be those guys. Why can't you be yourself? You know, you were born as a single human being, as that person with a given name, then be that person. 
Well, and like going back to the beginning of this interview, man, one of the things that puts you over more than anything else, and I, you know, stress this, and you will, I'm sure, stress this, learn to work. Some of Manny Fernandez's first matches, he was winning the Florida Heavyweight Championship in Florida when he was surrounded by ridiculous talent. You know what I mean? He's in Southwest Championship Wrestling fighting fucking Nick Bockwinkle. Like, he could have easily just been, you know, I'm not going to, whatever. Joe Jobber. Yeah, Joe, I was going to say Joe Jobber. I was going to say Randy Barber. I was going to say Randy Barber, but, you know, much love for me. But he could have easily been Joe Jobber, but he wasn't. His work, they were like, whoa, this cat is a freaking ninja in the ring. You know what I mean? And you could talk. It's beautiful. So, you know, get your work on, ladies and gentlemen. Get your mic skills on. Go back to, you know, watch this gentleman. Like, it. Watch a lot of the old timers. Study the wrestling. Study the races. Study the funks. Yes. Study the guys that were classic wrestlers. Take a piece of all their minds and mix it up in yours. I got to wrestle every. I was in the history of pro wrestling. I, 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 I don't think there's another wrestler that could say he wrestled every single world champion from Ivan Koloff to Nick Bockwinkel to Harley to Dory to Terry to anybody that would tear, to Tommy Rich. Everybody forgets he was a world champion. The worst one I ever got in the ring with, Jack and Jerry Brooks, those were fantastic world champions. Ric Flair, I couldn't stand him. He was so boring, I can't stand the man. <laughs> you know, he bored the hell out of me as being world champion. And, you know, the day I shit cat him over the top rope and said, this guy sucks. They told me I never wrestled for the world title. I didn't care. I shook the guy's uh, Jim Crockett's hand and said, thank you, sir. Thank you. That's that's relieving to me. Right. <laughs> you know, because I knew they were going to keep the belt on Flair forever. Brown knows guy. That's, <laughs> he's not going nowhere. You know, so, yeah, learn to wrestle. You said the magic word. The magic word, the word is the wrestle, wrestling. Learn to work, yeah. Tells you, yeah. yeah. Learn what it's about. But, yeah, man, it's going to be exciting to see you. It's going to be a great time. It'll be a great time promoting legit pro wrestling from Body Progressions up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Can get when we have the grand opening the convention. I hope you come down with Pat Milovich so we can all meet and have a great time. Yeah, no, absolutely, you know, dude. I would, I would love for him to introduce, you know, introduce him to some of your. Yeah. You know, he, he has a great appreciation for for wrestling as well. He was just on Stone Cold's podcast as as oh, well. Oh, great, great. Yeah. So again, man, thank you so much for your thank time. You. August nineteenth, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling. Herb Simmons, Larry Matisik are putting together another heavy hitter with another classic OG from old school, ladies and gentlemen, the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez. It'll be one of the best birthday presents I've had in so long, brother. Thank you again so very much for your time. You have a good night. Now, everybody, hope to see them all there on the 19th of August, man. Southern Championship Wrestling is coming down there August 19th. Or Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling will be coming down there and kicking some tail. I promise you that. Absolutely, baby. Old school. And do Old not school, forget, baby. if you mess with the bull, you will get the horns. Peace and so much love, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, y'all.